Hello, beautiful beings. Welcome to the True Nature Podcast. I'm Taj Savitri, your host, mentor for spiritual entrepreneurs and intuitive healer. In this podcast, we explore all things expansion, psychedelics, consciousness, and spirituality. Here you will find transmissions from the world's leading healers and guides. And my hope is that you leave feeling more happy, abundant, and empowered by your life. Most importantly, inspired to live in the fullest, most unique expression that is you. By the laws of nature, when you expand as an individual, when you grow, heal, and prosper, your external world, this planet, and the humans on it greatly benefit. They grow, heal, and prosper because of you. That means we all matter. We all contribute to the growing presence of peace and harmony on this planet. Welcome home to your true nature. Hello, everybody. Welcome to your true nature. I am feeling... I'm giggling a little bit because I also feel like crying. Feeling a little emotional talking about this podcast episode. And I was asking myself, what do I want to speak about in this episode? Because I've had so many things coming through this week. And and what's in the forefront of my mind, and I feel like the transmission that's going to be the most beneficial for the collective, or at least for those who are listening to the podcast right now, is sharing with you my my views on the process of death and rebirth. So if we look outside ourselves and look at nature, we will see that everything is always dying and coming back to life. The flowers, the trees, the leaves, even, you know, in the winter time, the the sun essentially goes away the the days get shorter and it gets colder so it's like the darkness the winter and then you know so we're we're talking about the seasons here and then it will become spring and everything blooms again longer days more light and we're not as much in in the darkness of our souls and i was having this experience after a hape and tea ceremony here in Sydney, Australia, where the next day I felt so much heaviness and so much sadness. And, you know, this tends to happen when you do energetic work, at least, you know, I can speak for myself. Um, I'm such an empath. And (laughs) when, um, when I'm, I'm I'm doing energetic work, there's there's a lot coming up, and and I'm feeling all of it. I'm feeling layers of it, and not and I'm not just feeling like what's there in the present moment. I'm feeling past life stuff. I'm feeling different timelines, and so it's just a lot that circulates in my being. And so the following day after the ceremony, I cried so much. And, you know, I used to be afraid of crying, but I actually really love crying now because it's, it's such a, it's like emotions moving through. It's this purging, it's this renewal. And I was looking at what that was. And one, I know it's because my cycle is coming soon, but also 
if you guys have listened to the the podcast episode with Monica Yates, we talk about how when we're PMSing and our cycle is coming, that that's like a really great time to do shadow work. Like the things that are, are coming up are the things that um, could really use our time and attention when it comes to healing. And so I found myself crying, <laughs> crying in the car. My partner's like, are you okay? And I'm like, yeah, I'm just crying. I don't understand why, but it's fine. I'm just letting it move through me. And then he said, I love you. Started weeping. <laughs> um, I was just really, really sensitive and really raw. And so just letting these waves of emotion move through me. I think at the time too, because this was maybe like three or four days ago, I was going through a death in a process um, uh, that was like had to do with um, memories coming up for me that reminded me of an old identity. And what was really taking place was what had kept coming into my field were these reminders of when I had all these different jobs. I was a barista at the very first Starbucks. And I was a cocktail server. I think I had both of those jobs at the same exact time. So I was a barista during the day. And then in the alleyway behind the Starbucks was a bar that I would work at at night. And it was totally illegal for me to be working there because I think I was like 17 at the time. So I was a cocktail server. Then I was a receptionist at a gym. I was an executive assistant for a wealth management firm. I got fired from that job. Totally <laughs> totally not the place I should have been hanging out at. Um, but again, taking these jobs out of scarcity and confusion, not really knowing where I should be, who I was, my purpose. I was kind of just letting life guide me and, and fall. I was essentially just falling into jobs. I don't know if any of you guys are in one of those jobs or have been in that pattern of how did I get here? How did I get here? I keep falling into this job. And then I'm like, I can't get out. And I, I don't even know how I got here in the first place. Um, I worked on, um, the Nordstrom. I don't know if any of you, you know, I know you guys are from like all over the world, but I worked at the Nordstrom sales floor selling handbags. That was another great job. Totally hated that. Had an experience while I was actually working there where I ate a um, weed brownie the night before I had a shift and this is a bit tangential, but I feel like this is a really important story. I ate a weed brownie the night before my first weed brownie ever thought I was dying, had my partner at the time. Um, he didn't call 911, but I wanted him to call 911 because I was convinced that I was dying. Um, and then the next day I showed up to work and I, I like should have been as high as like, like a normal amount, but I was still high at this job anyway. So I did that. Um, and I've just had all these jobs in my, my journey. I mean, of course there's my, I was like, it worked in retail. I worked at free people. I worked at Abercrombie. I worked as a camp counselor for pre-K. I mean, I've had so many jobs and of course we have to have these these jobs as teenagers and when we're, you know, we're going to college to, to bring, um, some income in. But, you know, after that point though, after college or whatever, I was still taking on these jobs that I really 
absolutely hated. And, um, and those were the times too, where I was drinking a lot more, smoking so much more weed. So I would go out to bars, um, and where I was shopping a lot more. So I, I, um, I guess you could say I formed some sort of like shopping addiction. And for me, it wasn't extreme, like maybe how they portray shopping addictions on TV, but I would open my closet and have so many clothes, so many shoes, things with tags on them. And I would still feel as though, um, something was missing. And it was that I just, I wasn't living on purpose. And so why I explain all of this is because this, uh, the, these reminders had been coming up into my field because I think there was something not quite resolved in that. And, you know, my partner and I talk a lot about um, when things come into our energetic field, because we create everything, why, why would I create this reminder for myself? Why would I be creating this, this experience of, of all of these different things coming up? And I believe that it was to um, remind me of how far I have come and I, I feel like it's so good for us to constantly have these reminders because we can be so focused on like where we're going, what we're doing in the next moment and the next moment, rather than um, tuning into the vibration of gratitude, being so grateful for, for where we are, where our growth is in the present moment. How can I be grateful for, for where I am today and what I am doing today and where where I am growing, who I am growing into today. And so I I had all of these reminders come up for myself. And, and although I didn't have complete awareness around that, my, my energetic body felt that. And I think there was a lot of purging being released from that point in time. So what I want to explain about this is that we have identities wrapped up in these, these different jobs, at least for myself, I did. So it's like, who was I in those times that I was working all of these odd jobs or these jobs that I really didn't resonate with or, you know, from that level of consciousness that I had at that time, they were totally a fit. Otherwise I wouldn't have been working at those jobs. I was at the right place at the right time. Otherwise I wouldn't have been experiencing that. And also on a deeper level, I, I really craved a life of excitement and of freedom and mostly freedom. Freedom is my why. It's why I am an entrepreneur. It's why I do the work that I do. I need to feel free. I need to be free to create and not just to create and to move around and to be nomadic and, um, not have anybody tell me what to do because it doesn't work for me. Um, I need to be free to create more beauty in the world. And so I was reminded of this old identity and tuning into that old identity and seeing if any parts of, of who I used to be still existed today. So it's, it's like this reflection of the victim. I was in the victim that was, that's who I was being at that moment in time when I had to work all of these jobs or two jobs at once while I went to school because my parents didn't have a lot of money. I had to pay for my own school or, you know, I was in these shitty relationships or, you know, 
most of my story at that time though, was that I just, I didn't have a lot of money. I really was paying for my own school, my own education and, um, essentially living paycheck to paycheck and wondering if I would ever be able to get myself out of the situation. And at that time I didn't really experience death and rebirth because again, my consciousness wasn't at that, that level of awareness these days. It's like the death and rebirth is always happening and it's happening at the same time. So if, if you can think about it this way, we are aging we are slowly, physically, slowly, physically dying. And our souls are expanding. Our consciousness is expanding and our awareness is expanding at the same time. So we are constantly evolving and learning new things about ourselves, learning new things about life, having these new experiences. So we're getting wiser we're having these new experiences and we're learning so much more about who we are and why we're here. We're learning about love. We're learning about gratitude, fear, more about what, what it is that we want to experience and, and how we want to live life. And I think that's the beautiful thing about death and rebirth and the, the process that we're always going through within ourselves is that it offers a perspective of okay, I, I know that I'm physically dying and aging and time is passing me by. And also because I know that, how do I want to live today? And it really is one of those things. It's like, if today was the last day of your life, what would you do? What decisions would you make? And so I'm, I'm going on a bit of a tangent because death and rebirth, <clears throat> death and rebirth has been coming up a lot for me this week. And I speak to so many women that I can feel that they are on this edge of rebirth. Yet, we can get really attached to our old identities. So going back on why was I crying for, for 24 hours? It's because I was feeling into an old identity. I was feeling a little bit attached to the old identity, um, the version of myself that used to work at all these odd jobs that was struggling paycheck to paycheck. For whatever reason, I, I just needed to connect to that, that old version of myself. And I think it was to also offer like just amazing perspective on where I'm at today, the work that I'm doing, why it's so important that I keep showing up, sharing myself, even when I'm constantly in this process of death and rebirth, that I still show up as a teacher, I still show up as a coach, a mentor and a guide. And it was this, this perspective of we get attached to an old identity because our suffering or the comforts of that old identity validate a belief that we have. So if your story or your current identity, sorry, if your current identity is I'm a victim and yet we want to move into I'm empowered, I can create my reality, I can create abundance, I can create wealth, a life of beauty, call in a, a partner that loves me and I love this partner and it's a magical mystical relationship if that's what we want we have to let go of we have to let the part of 
die off that is attached to the victim. So however, if you think that, if your belief is that you are not worthy or you don't believe in yourself, you will stay attached to that old identity. So if you do not let that part of you die away, then you're tying up energy and the density of the part that is ready to fall away rather than letting yourself open and expand into possibility. So expanding into what it is that you, your soul deeply and truly wants to experience, which is more growth, which is more expansion. And with all of that, all of that comes abundance and in abundance because it's all intertwined together. Abundance is love. It's appreciation, it's joy, it's gratitude, it's support. It's all the things that most of us want to experience. And so I was in this process, in this reflection, and I'm, it's, it's always so interesting what comes into your field and for why and what reasons. And, um, you know, we, with, with intention, with decision, like a, a simple shift intention in that, that present moment can change our lives. And I remember the, the day that I decided to let go of the identity that I had that was and you guys, this isn't, I mean, it can be as easy as it sounds, but I had a lot of stuff to work through. But for me, it was a decision to, to focus on possibility, to focus on what was ahead of me and what I knew that I was truly here to do and who the vision of myself, I, I saw myself being. And now it's really interesting sitting here as this version of myself that I'd seen in the past, you know, like when I was serving drunk people cocktails <laughs> I had always seen this version of myself that would be traveling or what I mostly saw was me working for myself and also being of service. I didn't know the fine details, but I felt so deeply in my body that I was here to do something big and I was here to do something more. And I wasn't, I wasn't willing to waste my potential because the, the process of death of like spiritual egoic death, whatever you, you want to call it. If we're not willing to meet it and, and to let those parts of us fall away, it fucking pushes on us so hard in. And when that happens, that's when our shit keeps coming up. It's like a stop sign keeps hitting your face. The universe is saying, Hey, let this go. Let this go. Let this go. It's time to let go of what is actually holding you back from stepping into this identity, this version of yourself that is more aligned, more loved, not that you're not loved, but it's, it's, it's more of a, of a reflection of the love that you have for yourself and how you value yourself. And this, this pressure is put on you. All of your stuff comes up, whether, you know, it's another bill in the mail. Maybe it's another breakup, another relationship where he just leaves or he cheats on you, you know, or, 
Um, you get fired again because you keep going after these jobs that are so not what you're supposed to be doing, but you're terrified and you're, and you're afraid because you're not stepping into, you're not embodying the version of yourself that has, you know, has his or her own career or, you know, the 10K a month version of yourself or the version of yourself who, who writes books and you don't work for anybody else, you know, whatever it might be. Um, you know, it's, it's so important that to, to just stop and take a moment and bring awareness and attention to what is it that we need to step into? What is it that we need to give ourselves? And also what is it that we need to let go of and to fall away and to also bring awareness and attention to what is the attachment to the scene that needs to fall away? Because that's the biggest thing that I think we run into is the attachment. I'm not ready to let go of the comfort, that version of myself. I'm not ready to let go of the insecurity or the smallness or the judgmental, whether it's of your, yourself or others, because it is validating. It is ammo. It is ammo for you to use on yourself to validate a story. It is a, a resource, a tool for you to validate that, that story of unworthiness or insecurity or um, the world doesn't want to listen to me. Nobody cares about what I have to say. I'm not capable, right? The mind's really tricky in that way. And so this is when it becomes really important to connect to our soul and our spirit and, and kind of disassociate from all of these these thoughts, you know, it's like a gunk. It's a layer that's been caked on by experiences that we've had in the past. And if you can distance yourself and just connect to your heart and bring awareness to your body, you'll connect to the truth of, do I actually believe that? Do I believe those things? Do I even identify, resonate with that version of self? Who do I more so resonate with? Is it the version of my spell, myself that, that speaks powerfully with confidence, that goes after what it is that's truly alive for her or him, depending on who's listening. <laughs> so um, I, I wanted to share this because death and rebirth is such um, an important part of our human existence. And, and nature... Again, you guys, like this is why we need to to do the work to connect nature. Like nature is always teaching us how to be. <laughs> nature is always teaching us how to handle our problems and to move through life and the difficulties. If you can just stop and take a look outside, say I'm I'm asking myself this question. I think this is a really good exercise. I'm having a difficulty of letting something go. There's something stirring in me. I'm not sure what it is. I'm not sure why. And I decide to go on a walk. I just walk in silence and I bring awareness to the present moment. Meaning when I look at everything around me, I'm letting it teach me. I'm letting God, the universe, um, you know, a higher power, whatever you want to call it, bring into my field of awareness 
of what it is I need to know right now, what it is that I need to see and to receive as an answer. And potentially you saw, you see a leaf fall off a tree. If you are present, you may tune into that and you may receive that as a message of, ah, okay, what do I need to let go of? You might see a a child walking or running past you, giggling and laughing. You may receive that as, I just need to let go of being so serious, taking life so seriously. Maybe I just need to play a little bit more, connect to that child in me, right? So we are always receiving answers if we can be present. And typically, I know for myself, um, this this helps me when I'm in a process of, of death and rebirth and you know, uh, a lot of like identity stuff is, is a program as well. So old identity, old, old programming based off of old habits. So to create a new identity is, is to create a new program of new habits. Our habits create the personalities that we embody today. And a book that I would recommend to you guys, seriously, and I recommend it to all of my clients and I am not sponsored or an affiliate um, working with Dr. Joe Dispenza, but Dr. Joe Dispenza, I absolutely love his books. I've seen him in person. Um, I've had amazing things manifest by doing his meditations. He's an amazing human being. And when I listen to his audiobooks and read his books, I don't feel like there's any ego. Um, I feel like he's genuinely wanting to, to bring this, this awareness to others and, and help the collective. So I highly recommend his books, and I'll also put it in the show notes. Um, I think my 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 favorite book of his right now that I have on repeat and on audiobook is um, "Becoming Supernatural." I always kind of botch it. I think it's "Becoming Supernatural," but anyway, um, let me know if you guys uh, have had similar experience with death and rebirth, and and what has it felt like for you? Do you? Do you go through these periods of where you're you're crying and releasing until you have a pop and and on the other side of it, you feel like a brand new person, right? Maybe that was the the release, the the thing that needed to move through you, what you needed to let go of in order to step into this like more open new version of yourself because we're so infinite. Like we're always going to be in this process. I feel like every fucking day I'm a new person and it's super exciting. And also at the same time, it can be really intimidating and scary. I remember moments where I've sat on the edge of my bed and I'm like, who the fuck am I today? I have no idea. I have no idea. And also how cool that I get to know myself on a deeper level and just allow allow myself to blossom and unfold into the woman that I'm truly meant to be, to live in my full ex- fullest expression and to also live, live on purpose and to live, to live with great intention and up to my fullest potential. All right, you guys have a beautiful day. Let me know if this resonates with you and um, yeah, until next time.
Thank you so much for tuning in. Please be sure to share episodes you love with those you know who would benefit. The intention here is to help as many people as possible. And don't forget to subscribe to the True Nature Podcast on iTunes and leave a rating and review. This pushes it to more people. The movement gets bigger. To find out more about spiritual life and business coaching with me and to sign up for the newsletter so you never miss an episode, please visit www.tajsavitry.com. Wishing you all a day full of magic. See you soon. Yeah.